Hey everyone, I have Bukola S. Arije on episode 27 of Pivot. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 27 of Pivot Podcast, the podcast for women who've made intentional or unexpected changes in their life and are still winning. I am your host, Malika Turner, and today I have Bukola Arije, founder of Meech and Barge fashion brand. Meech and Barge is a brand that produces high quality garments that are customizable for fit. They are anchored in Nigeria and they partner with local artisans in Nigeria for design and production of beautifully handmade textiles. They also use materials and textiles from other countries, such as Ghana and the rest of the world. I'm delighted to have Bukola here to share her pivot experience, especially in the midst of a pandemic and how it has impacted the fashion business in Nigeria. Bukola, thank you for being here with us. Let's talk. I want you to tell us a little bit about Meech and Barge. How did you, where did the idea come from? And what's its purpose? I mean, what's the core of what you do as a fashion designer? Thank you for having me. Meech and Barge, I mean, I founded this business a few years ago in 2016. And um, I was inspired at the time. I mean, apart from just the desire to make high quality garments. You know, there are a lot of things that go into um, garment production. I really just looked forward to, even though I didn't have a lot of, you know, um, funding, I didn't have a lot of, it wasn't like I was coming from a place of, oh, I had a lot of money um, myself, but I just always had this thing inside of me that I wanted to be in a place where I could be of help to others. And so I knew that starting this business was going to empower me and it would then make it possible for me to in turn empower other people. And since I was a teenager, I had been partnering with um, a couple of NGOs and um, I, I, I added, I met new um, organizations as I, as I grew older and I was, I became totally committed to their cause their causes and one of them you know chief and major to me is the empowerment of women children teenagers you know and youth generally and um, you know when you talk about empowering the youth empowering the parents the mother you know you're talking about granting them the ability to maybe give their children good education and then impact women with like skills, skills that are very practical that they can use to make profit, make money for themselves and being able to, so it's just a cycle of goodness because when they make money, they're able to also send their children to school and then the cycle goes on. It's just, you know, all of that. So that was one of the major reasons for me for starting my business, that is just the foundation and, the, you know, that's the beginning of it all. And then as a person, I'm very big on high quality. I just want whatever it is that I do to be very excellent. So when we talk about garment production, 
I I took my time, even though I didn't have that, you know, formal training. But it's just I started this business with all that I had in me. Just me being a fashion lover, and I just bought a lot of books. I did all of my research, and I hired people. And most of the time, the people that we hired were not exactly um, maybe. Hundred um, percent qualified, but we were ready to train them. I trained a lot of my workers myself, and so we decided this is how we do this. this is our quality control um, metric, or these are our quality control metrics, and we stick to all of those things. So yeah, I'll say in a few words, Mitch and Badge is a business that is focused, born out of the need for excellence, empowerment, upliftment, positivity, identity. I love that. I, I love clothes. <laughs> so I yeah. definitely love that idea of um, with the with that vision in mind that when you are making these clothes, you are um, the goal is to make sure that you're uplifting the woman and making her feel empowered um, yes. as she's wearing them. And so, you know, yes. it's interesting as we, you know, we entered into about March, about mid-March, almost mid-March, you know, we experienced this whole uh, pandemic and it really did yes. change. It changed the way everyone did business. Everyone was impacted by COVID-19. So talk to us a little bit about um, your experience and how the pandemic impacted Meech and Barge. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, when I say amazing, amazing doesn't always, you know, happen like, oh, it's all so sweet, right? Amazing just means for me, like this has really pushed me into doing what all those things that I had listed that I wanted to do, like we wanted to launch our website, we've been working on that. It's just pushing us, like within the next one week, everything is just culminating into this, you know, all tech. Now we're being pushed into, oh, you've got to do YouTube videos, you've got to do all of that. So everything is just coming together, all because of COVID-19. But I'll say, though, I mean, the experience has been a little bit jarring. And initially, I, I said to myself, I mean, who's going to want to buy luxury or, you know, I mean, who's going to want to buy clothes at this time? Everybody's home, nobody's going to parties and all of that. But then I, I, I just sat there and I was discussing and chatting with my team on the phone. And I said, you know what, can we use and convert some of our leftover yardages and sub yardages and just make them into masks? Can we please um, have about 500 pieces and give to this NGO that we partner with? Can we please have about 250 and share with um, the security and the workers in the community where we were operating from? So I did that just thinking, you know what, let's just be helpful. Let's let's see how we can help those around us who might not be able to drop that, um, you know, 5,000 naira or 3,000 naira for one mask. Um, these masks are cutting and reusable and, you know, they're, they're convertible. You can wear them on the other side or whichever way you would like to. And so we did that. And then I just did a random post on Instagram and I started getting paid orders, like people actually ordering, people calling me to say, you know what, we want 20,000. You know what, can you do 60,000? You know what, can you do 8,000? Of these masks, Malika, I had no idea. 
Wow. At this point, yes, yes. At this point, I said to myself, I don't even have the capacity <laughs> to produce right. this huge, this huge quantities of mass, you know? Right. So we were Mitch and Barge has just been a very we're not mass production um model. We just make clothes that you you're not gonna see like the the whole world, everybody, plenty of people wearing one design at the same time. That's how we've been operating. You know, like I told you, I just started this and began to kind of find my feet. But this whole COVID has just totally pushed me into seeing how big the world is. I mean, of course, I had a good idea of how big the world was, but it's like I was just taking my time. And But COVID just came and said, you know what, you need to look around you. So I began to call and then I just mentioned to someone, I, I need to partner, I need to like collaborate. I mean, and then someone gave me a call and said, you know, we have this factory. Um, we wish that you would, um, you know, bring some of your orders to us if you have them and all of that. And that's what I did. So I then began to say, okay, you know what, now we are ready to take your orders in thousands and tens of thousands. We, we're welcoming your orders now. You know, so I moved from Oh, we don't have the capacity. Oh, I moved from, oh, let's just give out this mask. Let's just donate and just be kind to our community to being able to pay salaries. As opposed to my initial fears when the pandemic started that, okay, people are going to have to be followed and go home and all of that. And yes, about half of the number of our staff went home to be with their families. The other half were just like, you know what, we want to hang on. We want to see where we can get to, what we can do with this mask and PPEs and all of that. So basically, that's really all we've been doing this whole time. And then it began to open my eyes further to begin to think, so what can I do now? Well, you know what, let me stop you right there, Bukola, because you said something that I think is so valuable. You said that COVID, and I quote, <laughs> COVID has pushed me into seeing how big the world is. And I think yes. that that's something that's so important. I want to just uh, bring to light because a lot of people have felt limited by COVID-19. They have felt that they've been um, really uh, kind of stuck in, in a bubble and, you know, the whole idea of people having to stay in and not being able to work and just really feeling confined. But here, the limitations sort of pushed you into saying, wait a minute, there's a bigger world out there. And, and then, and you immediately began to collaborate. And I want to just share with our, our listeners that, a lot of times we really need to expand, right? And expose Absolutely. ourselves to others, other people, other businesses, kind of share what right. we're going through because there are people out there who want to collaborate with you, but don't know what you need. And so I love that you now have a bigger, broader view of yes. what's out there and the collaboration piece has totally yes. changed your business. So just really quickly before you move forward, about how many masks have you produced, approximately? Approximately. I mean, just from our own little production, we've done about 10,000. And then the, um, the bigger, the factory that we partner with, oh my goodness, they have churned out 
so many. Like I told you, so I, I, I collaborate with them. Others are collaborating with them. So they have turned out probably like hundreds of thousands of masks this period alone. Wow. And you, and you yes. got to be a part of that by yes. sharing, I, hey, I, I need help right. here. <laughs> that is right. I would never have been able to do that number. I mean, the 10,000 was just what we in our small production was able to do. But by keying into the bigger, you know, the bigger production hub, this factory, this lady that had this factory and said, I have all of the space. I have all of this capacity. I, I just need, uh, you know, the contact. I need to, you know, I need to do something. So you guys, let's come together and do this. So she's, as I spoke to her today, she's making PPEs, she's making, you know, um, scrubs, medical scrubs and all of that. That's what's going on. Yes. That's fantastic. And what that does is it 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 keeps your product, it keeps your business name um, in the forefront. And yes. and it keeps your your employees working and helping others. I love that. Yes. I love that Absolutely. worldwide. Worldwide. I, I love it. Absolutely. I love yes. it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So that's, we're that's what that Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. that's what that does. Yes, I mean that's that's what that does. Like you rightly said, so you're just able to be part of something bigger. Ordinarily, you know, people should be probably, you know, probably scaling down, being at home, and then you're just able to see that okay, maybe people are not really ordering clothes, fashion clothes, uh, party clothes the way they normally used to. But then we, it's made all of us come together to say, you know what, what is important this time. What, what do we need this time? And so that's what we're doing. And every day I'm just thinking, I'm just chatting. So what do we need to do? And so another thing which I need to mention is before now, we had never sold a pattern, you know, like made and actually pattern and sold it. We, we then got a call from one of the assembly lines um, in Lagos saying, you know what, we need you to give us um, a tech pack, and we need to make us um, a, a, you know, make us patterns for medical scrubs in all the sizes. And I said, okay, yeah, we do this in house. Why not give it a try? So I just did that and I sent to them. So they have their own production. Okay. And then that and then that pushed me into now I'm putting together, you know, kind of like a system where. Oh, now we have to start to make patterns and make them commercial. How do I go about this? Before I got that call, I never thought, I never just even, it didn't really occur to me that much in that, in that way, in that impactful way that this can be another source of revenue. This can be something else that other people need help with. So now I'm thinking, oh yeah, that's something else we have to really consider. Yes. And yeah, that's another call that came in. Um, again today, asking for tech pack. Do you make tech packs? So literally, they are pushing me into doing things I never thought I was going to do. I'm grateful for this opportunity because I was just sitting there doing stuff on my laptop and then call came in, says, do you make tech packs? And I'm like, no. But I'm working on something just like that at the moment. Can you let me get back to you? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. But so you're being yeah. pushed, though, Bukola. You're being pushed beyond yeah. what you thought you could do. You're, Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're being 
and 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 all because there is a need. There is a need. COVID-19, this pandemic has truly created a need worldwide um, for materials. Um, and, and I would imagine that people are starting to store. Um, I know here there's a talk of resurgence. There's a talk of increase in cases, COVID-19 cases in various states. And so again, you need masks, you need all of those PPEs and hear your yes. business. And so I'm sure that you have not forgotten about fashion, right? You know, that. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, um, I, I will have to say, everything is sounding all nice and beautiful and positive, and that's all well and good. But I have to point out what my fears have been. I mean, I have had fears and I've been saying things like, so what's going on? We're not really making sales or the fashion. And I spoke to a very um, amazing, wise lady. And she told me, you know what? You need technology to pivot, you know? <laughs> and um, so we've been doing, yes. <laughs> you know, that's you, Malika. <laughs> and I and I, I think I spoke to my friend, Felicia. I mean, she's always, you know, coming up with all these amazing ideas and she's a tech person and I learned a lot from her. And so we've been working a lot you know, on all of this within the next couple of weeks, things we have never done before, like contents, begin to put out videos and, you know, a, a few things that I discussed, you know, about and yes. I told you about, mentioned, yeah, in person we we're discussing, yeah, all of that. So... Definitely, we're not just going to sit down and say, oh, well, no one is buying fashion. Because really, there are people buying fashion. It's just that now there's other things that are more important. So you need to like, you need to reinforce and make sure that you're very, um, in, how do I put that, a little bit more intense in your communication and more creative and just get out there, let people know, okay, this is what's going on and um, let them see, let them feel. You know, so that's that's really what we're doing. We're trying to use technology in every way that we can to get out there to make an impact. Bukola, tell us a little bit about the the artisans who work behind the scenes to help create this material and, and that really contribute to this message and this impact that you have on those who who are wearing your designs. You know, just youth working in all these cities in Nigeria in um, Oshobo, in Abeokuta, and even those that make the Ashoke in all these beautiful cities, Shaki, Ilori, just spending hours just designing, like the batik, you know, the design for hours, just the way, you know, the artist paints, and that's exactly what it is. So each piece of fabric is unique. It's beautiful. If you own a piece, just know that you own, uh, you know, a piece of an artwork, something that a lot of labor, a lot of time. I'm not kidding you. Like this takes hours to do some days just to design that intricate thing that you now see and everybody just wears. And so, I mean, that is just, that is just a rich experience to have. And I think fashion, fashion is still very much here. And we're looking forward to, you know, the end of this COVID-19. We need to do all we can to stay safe. And then continue to push fashion 
you know, through tech, what can we, what can we use, you know, what can we use tech to achieve for fashion during these times? Like I was telling you, so these are all the questions that I am asking us as, you know, as a business, what can we do? How can we get out there? How can we communicate and make them hear us, know that we're here, touch people's lives? So there's a lot for us to do. And there's a lot of work I've been, you know, putting in just wait and I'm going to be, you know, keeping I'm keeping you updated on all the things that we're, that we're going to be doing all the things we have coming up in the next few weeks great as we launch as we launch our website as we launch our youtube page as we begin to communicate out there and we hope we can light up somebody's hearts and make them happy we're going to be shipping all over the world we have our thing yeah the agreement with the dhl um shipping company coming through this week and so just really excited that you know all of that is happening really I am excited too. And I think what I love is I would have never, I think what you're talking about today, just sharing the, um, the background about material and, and the time that it takes to make this material and that there's this level of intentionality um, yes. about the material that is being made and used for designs. And so I, I am looking forward to experiencing, you know, just, just viewing. And I think yes. we talked before for those of you who are out there and creating things like uh, clothing and just designing it's, yes. it's visual. And, and I think that yeah. when one of the things that we're finding is I've been doing just a little research here on pivoting, you, you, you always want to have that online presence you want to have yes. an online presence yes. so that when your face-to-face yes. -face business shuts down, breaks down, you know, pauses for some reason, like mm -hmm. a pandemic, that Absolutely. folks, you know, folks can go online and they can still see your material. Yes. They can still see because, to be honest with you, yes. at the press of a your button. Products. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, people can see your products and at the press of a button, mm -hmm. you know, um, charge <laughs> or pay in, in some form or fashion and purchase yes. your products. So yes. we yes. definitely want to support your business, Meech and Barge. And I, I just look oh, forward. Yeah, I just look forward to being able to see and, and also being able to support. But I want you, yes. Bukola, to, Bukola, tell us a little bit, like, just tell us, what would you say to not just someone who is pivoting right now and kind of experiencing what you're experiencing, but someone across internationally, okay? We've got folks who are listening all over the world to the Pivot podcast. What would yes. you say to an entrepreneur who is, uh who is in their particular country and trying to figure out, okay, what do I do next? You know what? I just think that you should, first of all, if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, like I am, I think you should take a breath and just kind of you know, go back in and think about what you want to achieve and all the opportunities that are available globally, like literally this amount begin to see that this is now, we're now in just one global village. We used to say that before, but it's not, it's not been as real as it is now. It's now more real. So you need to connect, you need to collaborate. And when I say that, I say that coming from a place of, 
I, I used to hear people say a lot of collaborate and collaborate, but I just never mustered up the energy, the strength to just ask someone. I just always felt, what if they said no? What if they gave me an attitude? But I want to say to you internationally, because I, I, I have shared all those fears. Like, I just go and send, an, I, I look for someone's email or even a DM. There's a particular American brand amazing um you know amazing brand and i just sent i went to the um instagram of the founder the designer the person who owns the brand mm -hmm. and i dm'd her and i said you know what i see that you use a lot of like prints from japan shibori and all of that and i think we could do something together i don't know what I, would you be open to like me sending you a couple of samples and she responded she responded and she's like, oh, yeah, you nice. know, this and that. Nice. So I, that, even though I haven't actually followed up with her, but that just really makes me know that, you know, we're just people. First of all, we're just people. And we just all need that help, that little extra connection, you know, to, to get that pain. So you think you don't have a lot right? You're depending on someone, but you might be reaching out to collaborate with someone who is also grateful that you, you reached out. Yes. So it doesn't always have to be, um, like the way you think, like it's going to be a negative experience. And even if it is, you don't let that affect you. You just have to move on. But I know for sure that right now is a time for connection and collaboration more than ever. We can do so much more by just reaching out. I like that. Right now is the time for connection and collaboration. And that is absolutely true. So many um, businesses have continued to thrive because they've really moved beyond their comfort zone and, you yeah. know, the, the limitations and said, you know what, I'm going to collaborate. And there's a fear right. that comes with that because you don't want to expose your business um, to right. someone who could take advantage of you. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but right. I think that it's important that if you want your business to thrive, um, really getting the kind of advice from from wise people, people in the industry, people in your business industry, and really <sighs> saying, okay, if 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 this is a go or if this is good for the business, that I'm going to spread my wings, connect with some folks, and mm -hmm. collaborate. And and I yeah. think people have seen their businesses. Um, you know, really experience a level of success, more success yes. now than they did when they were in, right. a, you know, before COVID-19. Yeah. And I might even add something to that. So in addition to, you know, collaboration and connection, and like you mentioned the fear, you know, of like what happens if someone takes my work and runs away with it and does whatever with it. Well, is is this, no matter what happens, you just have to keep going you have to try to find the strength in yourself with or without that, you know, collaboration happening. You just have to keep doing your thing. You know, I just kept doing my thing. And even my talking to you, Malika, today, I can assure you, this came from a relationship that was as a result of me just doing my thing. I was just doing my thing. Um, a lady who believed in me thought, you know what? I like what you're doing. I think you're pivoting. I think it'd be nice for you to talk to someone. And there we are. I'm here talking to you today. Yes. So if I had just withdrawn and just 
went to bed and just said, you know what, I'm I'm not connecting with anyone. Nobody's answering me or responding to me. So I'm just going to, no, you just have to keep doing it. No matter how little you think, you know, you're doing, but you're doing something. You just have to keep doing it. Keep doing it. Just, yes. you know, when they say stay strong, just hold on, hang in there. Those are really um, very useful pieces of advice, actually, I tell you. Yes. I appreciate you sharing your experience and sharing your, um, I call them the nuggets of wisdom and, you know, just advice to our listeners. I, I, I know that Meech and Barge will continue to experience success. I love the connect and collaborate uh, advice to folks because that right there is what we need to continue to do. And I know that we're going to continue to, um, we're going to continue to have some conversations, especially when we move forward and see you on YouTube and, and um, your website, you know, yes. becomes Absolutely. available. So thank you so much for joining, um, for joining the Pivot podcast. Me. Yes. And, and so to my Pivot family, I want to thank you for listening on this wonderful Wednesday. And I look forward to uh, just sharing with you more information that will help you as you are in your pivot experience. I want to say everyone happy Wednesday, and I pray that you continue to push forward and move as you intentionally or unexpectedly change and know this, that you are still winning. Happy Wednesday, everyone. <laughs>